Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name's Nathan. You can find me on all those internet waves at No Clutch Nate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And we got our returning guest, uh, Peter. Why don't you go ahead and uh, tell the people where they can find you? Hey, this is Peter from the Rebels Rebels podcast. And I, I have to admit, I'm a little taken aback because when you asked me to talk BVA, thought we were talking about becca versus ari and this is a bachelor recap podcast so i'm taking way off guard right now yeah i know nothing on that subject man (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) i am out of my depths thanks for having me though yeah absolutely thanks for coming back i love that you introduced him i didn't mean to and i kind of it was a really good um (laughs) it was a really good it was really well done it it was done like uh, (laughs) as if we always did that yeah Uh, i didn't mean you really nailed that one we changed yeah, it up sorry, sorry, I ruined it with my dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Uh, hopefully, we can get into more. Oh, there's 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 no good segue to that. There's no jokes in this minute. Can Today we're going to be talking about doing. minute number one fifty two of uh, Dawn of Justice, and the minute's going to start out with uh, Batman uh, gazing upon his guardian angel. You like that one? That's a good one, right? I'll take it. And uh, mm. the minute's going to end with uh, the Trinity meeting up. Yeah. This, uh, I'm telling you, man, this is why I love this part of this movie so much. Um, and there's, there's so many shots that we get here that are just like, it's not even for the sake of storytelling. It's like, hey, the Trinity is here in live action. Like, they need these crazy shots, like, that just look great. Um, the first one being at, like, 10 seconds in, which is after um, Wonder Woman, like, basically unleashes this energy from her her bracers towards doomsday but like as she's disarming herself it's like you can tell they were just like that's the one shot we need right now and they're like all right action and there's like that wonder woman pose it's like it's so iconic that i just it's reasons why i love this part of the film so much going with her swinging her hands down yeah it's like this yeah, you know what I'm talking about? I don't yeah, Cause I, I try right, to, but my video keeps all <laughs> messing up always every time. When that happens is like also when she's like looking up to Superman like in the same film crashing through the sky and like destroying this doomsday in like one like solid swoop. It's like the storyboarding for that is like damn, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. you got to have entrances right yeah. now. That's what this exactly. is. Exactly. These dramatic like superhero entrances and you know, I'm really glad that, you know, they got people like Larry Fong and Zack Snyder to, like, work together to, like, create a shot like this because now it's, like, in cinema. You know what I mean? It's cool just to have. What is, um, are we are we still sticking with Wonder Woman here? Or are we moving on to... No, you people? can jump around. Okay, so like the when song. Cal shows back up, what is up with, like, uh, the lightning that's happening from him? Like, is he causing lightning to just, like, crash? Is he just, like, destroying electrons in the sky right now and just causing explosions by going that fast? I'll believe it if you tell me to. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the Flash is part of this, too. Oh, yeah. He's we just mean, don't know because he's moving so fast. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he's slowly dipping into that speed force just because he's getting a little too fast. Oh, Superman? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. If you go you any know? faster, you go back in time. <laughs> I, I understand that, like, the lighting is... 88. <laughs> God damn it. The lighting is definitely for, like, a, uh, you know, to, to, to tracking purposes. To say, oh, yeah, something's coming out of the sky. 
Yeah, it's yeah. for us to see as an audience, but yeah. I'm about it. Yo, if he flies so fast that it, it if almost... If he flies so fast in a storm that he creates his own lightning, that's cool. It, like, weirdly somehow reminds me of, like, Max Fleischer Superman with, like, the protoscoping or whatever, because it's, like, it, it creates that, like, I don't know, there's something about thunderstorms and, like, those old Max Fleischer-type films that, like, seem to, like... I don't know, seeing Superman come through the sky like that, like, doesn't it give that vibe, or am I just making that up? I think it's maybe in, like, the cloud purposes, like, uh, Superman coming out of the clouds. Yeah. I don't know. If that's just me, then that's just me, but... <laughs> I get it a I little get bit. That I, get I get that vibe. I get that vibe a little bit. I'm still on your side. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a question. Go Has for anyone it. stopped and asked Doomsday what his mother's name is? Because what if his mom's name is Mar- Martha? Oh, my God. <laughs> Then and then this whole fight would just be, you just you just shut it down. Giant plot hole. We get what was his name? We get there's a Zod girl in that new Krypton show that's coming out in there, like a great grand. The Krypton show. Yeah. Oh man. Um, there's a Zod family member. I'm pretty sure it was a girl I saw in a trailer. It's not that far out, is it? Like I have no idea. Yeah, I don't think it's. I think we're close to seeing that show, but. I know Brainiac is teased in it. Um, Zod's family line is in it. Um, but no mention of Bertrand's curse yet. But I don't know if you can. Because then you got to talk about how there used to be like an army of these things. Yeah, that I feel like that all happened like way before. Yeah. Unless they like introduced just that doctor in like their oh, time. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. So... But no. Anyway, <laughs> off topic. Uh, have no idea Doom's what Zod's mother's name is. It's Lex Luthor. So it's Lex Luthor? Yeah, it's the name. Yeah, yeah. That is, I mean, we argued that like, what, three weeks ago? Like that that's, he birthed him? Yeah, in some weird way, this was like a mother birthing scenario in, in a weird so alien human way. I just say is, is Luthor. I mean, it was basically a Lex Luthor water birth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I don't know if that would work out so well if they try to relate on that, on those terms. <laughs> um, Superman, as he flies into the sky and like tackles this, uh, he just like shoves him, he just pushes him into. This. It looks like he has like rocket boosters on, doesn't he? What is that? Is that like just energy like coming out of his back? Who, um, Doomsday? Doomsday, yeah. It's like when you hit, I guess when you hit Doomsday. Oh, you got hit by the, you got hit by the energy that Wonder Woman sent from the bracers. So, like, it, he absorbed that. Yeah, he still has, like, energy spewing out of him instead of blood, I guess. It's just, like, red energy. Does he bleed? Do, do not bleed? quote that. Do you bleed? Oh, man, I was just about to do it. <laughs> Everybody, we all did it. Both of us, we got it. Um, uh... <laughs> That's to say, like, Diana says, like, this this creature seems to feed on energy. And I don't know how I feel about that. It's like parasite. Because everything feeds off energy? Well, it's just like, first of all, that seems to be a new thing for this movie. I, I might be mistaken, but I don't think that's, like, a canonical doomsday thing. But Oh, yeah. No, like, no, no. The, the, the whole parasite superpower is, like, yeah. from parasite. I and think. At least that's like, what I thought. Yeah. I mean, maybe she's just really perceptive too, but she just kind of like just got here. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He feeds off energy. That that, that that's his deal. Like, yeah, but she just pick that up real quick. <laughs> yeah, the only problem I have with that because Matt, our secret third co-host that sometimes shows up, uh, <laughs> said that like he was like that doesn't make any 
that makes too much sense because everything feeds off energy. Like that, everything in life feeds off energy. Like there, were, like so. From that standpoint, I'd be like, "Hey, that I get what you're trying to say, but I also, you know, need to let you know that everything feeds off energy." Yeah, you can't even say like it absorbs energy because everything does that. It's the same, same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> You'd have to say that you have to have you have to specify what kind of energy you're getting. I mean, I think the best way to explain it is that it redirects energy. That would be redirects stored energy. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. But uh, now we're getting into physics. <laughs> now we're getting into physics for a superhero <laughs> film. Um, but yeah, that's the only that's the only bit of line dialogue that I had uh, a little gripe with there. But now it's, it's only because Matt mentioned it, so it's like I'll yeah. think about it now. <laughs> but. Um, you know, when Superman does throw him through those, I guess they're like these fuel uh, containers. Fuel line. I don't know. Yeah. If the port is abandoned, why fuel does there supply. need to be that much fuel? This is like that one episode mm-hmm. of Rebels. All right. So I'll stop there. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, don't make me cry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and in, in my, like, this, I know it's probably just like a chain reaction that's going through this fuel line, but... In my head canon, I believe that Superman just was punching Doomsday through all those oh. in that chain reaction. And I was like, that would have been cool. Just mm-hmm. like completely destroy him. But speaking of the abandoned island, first of all, I like that they tell us again multiple times that the island is abandoned just so we don't have another Batman or another Man of Steel incident. You know, just don't worry, it's abandoned. Mm-hmm. Second of all, like in a huge metropolitan area, like how many abandoned islands are there usually? Like just a convenient fighting spot? Maybe just one. Strike. <laughs> I think just well, the one that they have to designate just in case any sort of uh, yeah. otherworldly champion comes down and needs to challenge somebody. Now, That's, I mean, why don't wait, we have that in our society? Wait, now, now we're at Gotham Docks, right? Or Gotham Ports they're again? The port, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're the, port the ports again. again because that's where the spear is and that's where he fought the dudes. So that would be empty, right, at this time of night? The port is where he um, lured Superman to have his fight with Superman. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, they're here. That's why there's no one around, because... They're here because it was already abandoned. That's Like, this is the ground that Batman chose to f- fight on yeah. to begin with. So he already knew that mm-hmm. there would be no collateral mm-hmm. damage. Hmm. Well, I'm just talking, like, real world. Like, wouldn't some, like, developers want to come in? Yes, exactly. Condos? <laughs> Like we, I mean, by us, we have Alcatraz, which is kind of abandoned, but I mean, there's still like security guards that live there and tourists. Do people like, is it, is it, it's a tourist thing? Is it a tourist trap? Yeah. It's actually really cool. If you're ever in the San Francisco Bay Area, then so it's a cool go see Alcatraz. It's, cool <laughs> it's pretty cool. Trip. It's like a abandoned prison on an island. Do people ever try to like mess around and like do like seances and stuff there or anything? Yeah. It was uh, famously the filming location of Sean Connery's The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> so that's your message the from work? the San Francisco Tourism Board. Nope. There you go. Well, maybe <laughs> you should go check out Alcatraz. I'll have to go check it out. We'll do it. We should do a whole minute, movies by minute. Welcome back to the <laughs> Rock Minute. Um, I don't know if I could do that one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we even get the dialogue here too about, um, you know, Wonder Woman asking Batman, like, why did you bring him? Why did you bring him? Dude, you skipped over the Lois Lane tripping. Man, oh sorry, you skipped over Lois Lane tripping. <laughs> How can you skip over that? Look at this girl. Just watch it. Just watch her, watch Amy Adams trip in the most graceful way, 
and then the most planned out way that you could ever have. What what even happens? What <laughs> what actually happens to her? I'm not dogging on Amy Adams. She's great, but is this like an actor's choice where it's like, oh, it'd be way freaking dramatic if I tripped in this puddle of water right now? Like, I don't care about this clothes that I'm wearing. Like, they can get wet, but they'll love it if I trip. Why would Lois Lane trip? Lois Lane doesn't trip. You know this. <laughs> Lois Lane never trip. She never trips. I remember I laughed out loud when I saw this in the theaters. Or whatever. <laughs> Last time I saw it, I remember like specifically thinking, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. <laughs> like, what is that trip? <laughs> you sound like a choreographer. Like, what is that trip? What is going on, Amy? What are you doing? Like, if like so- our choreography coach, like, what are you doing? Maybe it was just a one-take thing. And, Maybe uh, they- she's dry. She's got dry clothes. She falls apart. So it had to be a one-take thing. Heels and puddles. That doesn't... That doesn't jive. I don't know. See, this is maybe I'm not giving her enough credit, but it's Lois Lane. She wears heels all the time. Yeah. Did, what, wasn't there a quote about that? We did talk about Lois Lane and heels and running yeah. and everything. Yeah. So she's, she's, she can do it. I don't she's know accustomed th- to running in heels. I don't know how accustomed she is to running in puddles. Apparently not very. <laughs> we decided they're like, all right, Amy, just start running and we're just going to trip you out of nowhere. No. And like if she tripped and like she, bam, bop, bop. Face you know, oh, right you know down, and is? like was Zach just oh. like, "Great, that was good. One take, we got it, Amy. You did. I'm sorry. <laughs> Check your nose. Like, are you are you hurt? Doesn't matter. You're great. Like, I'll, I'll believe that. Okay, maybe or like Amy um, just like I'm gonna trip. You know, I'm trying to think of like an in-universe expl- explanation, and it's like you have all that puddle, but it's all a bunch of broken walls and and rooftops and yes. rocks. I'm but, sure. So, like, you don't know if you're going to step on a rock and it's like... Or in between a rock. Yeah, and, like, so you're stepping on this really broken gravel puddle ground and you're like, of course I'm not... I don't know where I'm going to end up. And it's like, maybe she just stepped on a rock. So, maybe she did. Yeah. Maybe it's hard to step in puddles and heels. I don't know, but it was definitely a one-take thing and they probably applauded afterwards. <laughs> Do you guys like Lois Lane in this movie? Have you have you talked about this? I'm I'm in love with this Lois Lane she, <laughs> movie. Her our our love for the Lois Lane kind of uh, increased just because we get more of her in this movie. She is really good. One of the last one too. She, Man of Steel. She was the phenomenal and the main character of that movie. So it was it was fitting to uh, have so much adoration for her. This movie, she's just great badass detective. I, mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, I can't put my finger on it because I really love Amy Adams, but I don't know. Something is off about this Lois Lane to me. For some reason, they've been trying to paint this Lois Lane as like the um. Uh, how do you explain it? The how best to describe it? The thing that makes, and I don't want to say damsel in distress, but mm-hmm. essentially. It is, but in a way that it's like not just the damsel in distress for like the hero. It's the damsel in distress for Superman, which Superman and Lois, like that's like, again, another Martha on and off switch. Like Mm -hmm. anything happens to Lois, you know, count Superman out. He's got to go deal with that. We see that in this movie. So it really kind of made it seem like this, you know, Man of Steel this and you know again in justice league it was like a real you know she is the big guns and i think that's what they were trying to play towards yeah i guess trying to do it in a way that it it mattered yeah and like villains that would like target that character so i don't know like romantics romanticize it more than yeah uh, 
then because uh, what you're doing is you're, you're what you're saying is like words we're sticking to that plot line but for the sake of like storytelling not to undermine yes the exactly female character. exactly like we're not doing it to make you look like an idiot it just tar- like villains would target you because yeah. superman is there to protect you so just trying to get to superman through lois kind of thing so I guess mm-hmm. I could see that, yeah. Definitely going minute by minute in Man of Steel with her was It definitely happens in this film, too. Yeah. It was like a thing where... Because I didn't really like Lois Lane to begin with um, in this universe uh, back in Man of Steel when that first came out. Um, you know, I just didn't really care about Amy Adams. Yeah, anything like that. So it wasn't until I actually got into her where it was like, okay, she's holding her own. She's yeah. great. I, I think she's it. amazing in, in Man of Steel. And... Um, and I completely think uh, that in Justice League, there's it. It does go into more of the, I don't know. There's just there's something I find very off about how she's things too are, sad in Justice too, League. Too too like yeah, hung up on Superman because yeah. like I don't know. There's something that they do in Justice League that really like, ter- like they like spin the clock backwards and they they like rewind to some. I don't know. They get like not progressive in that one as much yeah. as I'd like. There's something weird about Justice League, but I don't know. But I definitely feel like in Man of Steel, it's like, it's a Lois Lane movie of sorts. And it's like a really, I don't know. I really like that movie a lot. And like Mm -hmm. the character direction that went with her in that one. I think that's what, that might be what I'm responding to is because I think she, her character arc is getting, gets progressively worse through the movies. Like I really liked her in Man of Steel, liked her less than this. And I didn't like her very much at all in Justice League. And it's weird, yeah. Like I said, I love Amy Adams. I'll I'll watch like American Hustle. I didn't think it was a very good movie, but she was the, probably the best part in it. Um, same with uh, what was the Alien one she was in Arrival. Arrival. Yeah, I didn't like that movie very much, but I thought she was good in it. Like, I like Amy Adams. She's like the opposite of Ben Affleck. I I don't like Ben Affleck as an actor or a person, but I think he is like the best Batman. I really like his Batman. Um, I don't know. There's something that's just off. It bugs me a little bit. I don't know. Um, I really like Nocturnal Animals, but I don't like her character. Is uh, but like I didn't see that one? Yeah, that one. You're like, you're like, wow, really good movie, really good performance, Amy. But like, man, you are just the worst yeah. <laughs> person. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I don't know. I can see what you're saying about Ben Affleck. Maybe it takes kind of a, I don't know. Maybe it takes a not so nice person to play a not not so nice role. But yeah. I don't know. There's something I admire about Ben Affleck when playing Batman. Like he just channels something, some some sort of like pissed off aggression that I mm-hmm. think is was like lacking for certain Batman. Um, um, so I found a fun doomsday fact that I didn't know. You may have spoken about this, but I was surprised to find that Doomsday was quote unquote played by an actor named Robin Atkin Downs. So I guess that performance was motion captured. And he was also, the other thing that I found surprising was he was quote unquote voiced. So uh, I was just wondering like what your favorite Doomsday line was from this. (laughs) (laughs) That was such a good lead up. Uh, (laughs) uh, Man. It's interesting too, because this guy, Robin Atkin Downs, like he's actually, he seems to be a pretty, pretty respected voice actor. He, uh, Played a bunch of parts. Uh, I looked at his IMDb, like in The Strain. He's like the main bad guy. And he also plays the voice of Cham Syndulla, 
who is Harris oh, really? father yeah. in mm-hmm. Rebels, which I obviously like. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't remember a lot of quippy dialogue from Doomsday in this there, movie. <laughs> or quippy dialogue anywhere in this film. But <laughs> like and not saying that's like a bad thing, but like um we were talking about his voice I think like two weeks ago. Um like exactly two weeks ago. And mm-hmm. um he has almost like this like musical instrument type voice where it's like it's like programmed and not so much like I didn't think it was like an actual voice actor mm-hmm. making roars. And then we even talked about like some things mix animal noises, but his felt more like they were just messing with a synthesizer or like Junkie XL did the voice or something like it always sounded very like um, mechanical, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like I didn't, yeah, but we did talk about was it two weeks ago as well. It's like, it definitely looks and feels and like, like a motion capture performance because there are some things that just seem way too well rendered, like for like mm-hmm. a big CGI monster. Like some of this had to be motion capture because they have um, just amazing physiology with this creature. So I just felt like there just had to be motion capture with this thing. Um, do you think Andy Serkis uh, gets like all the praise for motion capture and like you feel like maybe there's some people that, that don't? Oh, yeah, for sure. Matt and I oh, were yeah. just talking about this Definitely. a while ago. Like he is like one of the most top, like uh, at least in my opinion. Like, why doesn't anybody else get as, like, Andy circus verb? Yeah. So, like, wh- why isn't, like, why aren't more people rising up to that? Like, why is it all Andy circus? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it might just be a, a blind spot, but I also, one thing I do really respect about Andy circus is not just, like, his motion capture work, which I think gets kind of, like, you know, it's like, oh, he's so great in motion capture, but his voice work is so good, too. Like, it's pretty <laughs> incredible that, like, he plays you know, Caesar, the ape and Gollum and, uh, Snoke, like all these crazy characters with all different mannerisms, all different voices. Like I, I do, impre- I do really like that about him. And I wonder how many people have that much of a range. I think it all starts with, like voice acting and improv to get into like that character actor kind of profession. Like maybe the, maybe the motion capture thing, this comes last and they're like mm-hmm. start out as a voice actor. And like, if you can nail that, you can, I don't know, do anything? I don't know. Yeah. Improv, maybe. Maybe he does a lot of improv. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just gets really into character. That's got to be a wild life. Lifestyle, at least. Just a guy, person that only does improv? I don't know. You ever watch uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah, but that... that I mean, just imagine being on that show 24 hours a day, seven days a week. <laughs> I, used, I used to be in an improv group in high school, and I did like a like a state competition. And I just remember I lost because they I had to play a game where I had to improv a door, and I didn't know what to do. A door? And you failed, yeah. at, you failed at being a door? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I, I didn't. I like stood still and kind of tried to swing open. <laughs> and I guess that wasn't good enough for him. Wow. Uh what a bunch of I don't schmucks! Know what to say, do you like? Are you okay? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, I gave up improv after that, so evidently it scarred me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like imagine being told as a kid that you can't even play a door. It's like, oh my god! <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? I didn't. Why? I didn't even want to be a door. <laughs> I mean, I was evidently good enough to make like this like competition, but not good enough to be a door. Yeah, I mean, hit you with a curveball. That's how they weed out the Walk weak. Walk us through the play-by-play where you like. Let me just. <laughs> 
pivot on my heel and like swing open or like were you just yeah, like i kind of put like my arms at my side and i think i went like creak yeah. <laughs> and like kind of like pivoted like a basketball player yeah oh my god Sounds I, like I think qualities. that's pretty good for what i was working with yeah i, I don't know they it. were thinking they, they wanted you to lose it was a setup yeah. they wanted you to be french doors so you had to open up you know, <laughs> in half and they don't want to see you successful yeah the FBI was playing a long game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so let's see. We go back to Wonder Woman, and Batman is um, uh, getting his kryptonite grenade launcher, apparently. Uh, yeah, that is what he's doing. I love his... Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I can't get enough of that voice. What voice? The voice changer. That oh, the has. voice modulator? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a really clever idea, because I was really sick of Batman's all sounding like I'm Batman. The laryngitis. Like the voice changer just Batman. makes so much sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, it makes total sense. Like that's what he should have, and he just looks like Batman. Like mm-hmm. I, the suit as well, like the Dawn of Justice bat suit compared to some of the other ones. I think to this day will always be my favorite. Yeah. I'm right until there we you. see like Matt Reeves Batman, but like <laughs> this, this looks intense, and uh, like the five o'clock shadow, it just works for me. Um, mm-hmm. and then like even Wonder Woman, like with just this dark, like dinged armor, like this is the color palette of this end final seat, final fight is, is one of my favorite things. I know a lot of people didn't really care for it or whatever. Um, I do like how in Wonder Woman, her armor does look more vibrant. It's mm-hmm. nice. But for the setting here at night in this abandoned port with a, you know, wrapping on death's door it's a nice look yeah yeah Yeah. I, my I only so. criticism sorry my only criticism for the the wonder woman armor is i wish she was wearing like armored pants because like aside from just like you know the yeah let's put the ladies in a skirt thing like it always stresses me out when i'm watching her movies and even when she has her shield or her gauntlets like and an energy blast is being shot at her and she's blocking it like i feel like it would burn off her legs I, that's all i could think about during the no man's land sequence while she was yeah. running across that field in her movie is like she's she has to be a shot in the leg there's <laughs> no way she wasn't like kneecapped at one point in this yeah they haven't uh they haven't shown it yet but they haven't really shown her get shot um at all but i think it's supposed to like not hurt her but she doesn't know that oh i don't know like i feel like she doesn't know that she's bulletproof yet and so <laughs> she's just still using her shield and stuff but like or maybe she does get hurt. I know it surprised me the other day. I was watching Winter Soldier again, and I totally forgot that Captain America could, can, like, get hit by bullets. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, he he can actually get shot. Yeah. And I was like, and this whole time I'm thinking, like, he can't get hit. He's like Luke Cage, right? And he's like, yeah. but he's not. So no, yeah. he's good with a shield. I always thought the same thing with Captain America. Like, if I were the bad guys, I'd be like, shoot his feet. Yeah. <laughs> no one thinks of that, evidently. Yeah. Batman's bulletproof. We've it's in this movie. We've proven that he's got wrapped in Kevlar. Yeah, that's right. not how it used to be though. It used to just be like spandex and leather. And the stuff. Kevlar was just chest. here in the yeah, chest, just the chest. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. This uh, this leads to um. Superman oh yeah, more down. Lois Lane. Cause oh we, no, she, I don't. I already skipped over that. But her just <laughs> Lois Lane taking a dip. Yeah, getting ready to go get that spear out of the water. Yeah, and um. It's got to be cold water, though, so I feel for... And then we get this shot, 50 seconds in. Superman crashing Boom. straight in front of Batman, asking him, did you find the spear? Getting right to the point. 
Like he already knew what was happening. Real stern Superman. I love yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, "Yo, I just got, I just took a nuke for you. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a really bad day. Okay? Yeah, where's right? that damn spear? <laughs> yeah, let's end this. I love it. You I brought like, up the uh, grenade launcher earlier, and I just want to point out for someone who doesn't like to kill people, Batman has a lot of guns. Well, he was planning on killing Superman with it. Yeah, he's uh, and he does have a lot of guns. Yeah, what but even before that, in the car chase, there, there, I saw a, f- a funny video. You might have seen it too, of like someone who counted all the people that Batman killed in this movie. Oh yeah, it's up yeah. killing spree. It's uh, yeah, Rambo. It was, I think they counted twenty-one kills for Batman, not including like the dream sequence where he shoots a bunch of people in the face. Oh yeah, I'm about it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what do we call it? Occupational hazards at this point. Occupational <laughs> hazards. Yeah, it's like um, you know, he's. At this point, like he is, um, totally broken. Oh yeah, he mm-hmm. is like a weapon of mass destruction. Like, like, I think it all stems from. I don't know. I think I think Nate, like you brought up the theory of that whole like Joker theory about him dying, but like Jason Todd is this recent new one. Yeah, and it's like it could have started with that. Like, it, I mean, killing the Joker would like be the straw. Like if. There would be no Batman killing people if he didn't already kill the Joker. Like, there's no reason Joker would still be alive, mm, like right now through Suicide Squad. If like he's okay with killing this many people, so it's like maybe he did snap and kill the original one. But I don't know how much I'm putting into that theory. But it would, <laughs> you know, he's uh, he's definitely a broken bat, and I'm about it. Um, I'm even about him kind of like turning around in Justice League. I like that that Justice League was like meant to be the turnaround to like bringing them into more centralized characters. Like it was the pivot. I do like that it it allowed this to be what it was and then just naturally like the idea of what Justice League was supposed to be like tried to do that. And so like I think the theatrical cut kind of forced it a little too too quickly, but for the most part like I love the I love the development that we can bring a hero from like a fallen path to like back into um heroism of sorts right yeah did you get a good snarky batman line yeah <laughs> what do you think mm-hmm. he's been busy with i've been a little chasing busy. a monster Just getting a monster to chase him dodging monsters monster dodge i love it i love it because it's like it's such a it's such a well subtle like bit of humor it's not too it's not too upfront, you know, it's, it's very laid back. It seems just like a natural thing. What Batman would say. Yeah. It's a Batman just response. Like I've been busy. We get, uh, not only a line from them too, but also wonder woman at the very end who, uh, yeah. Obvious wonder woman, the obvious (laughs) captain wonder, obvious wonder, (laughs) obvious wonder woman, wonder, obvious woman. No, that might be bad. We might have to cut that out. <laughs> oh, jeez. Sorry. <laughs> Do you guys have anything else for minute 152 of Dawn of Justice? No, sir. <laughs> no, I'm good. All righty. We're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute and also the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. Tell us what you thought about these minutes or any minutes that you might be catching up on. Um, and, yeah, we'll catch you guys tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute. <laughs>